You are listening to the Filming Life Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Holmes, founder and lead educator at the Filming Life Academy, the largest online community of family filmmakers in the world, where I teach photographers how to switch over to video and create meaningful story-driven films with confidence. If you're not already a member, but you want to be, you can sign up to the Academy over at filminglifeacademy.com. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, it's Courtney Holmes. Welcome back to another episode of the Filming Life Podcast. Today, I've got Kylie Partell here with me. And so say hi, Kylie. Hi. Hi. Um, So we're here sitting in my house um, talking about things and we wanted to do an episode about getting out of a creative rut. So that's what this episode today is going to be all about. But first wanted to give you a little bit of an update on where things are at with filming life. Obviously, it is a new year and this is our first podcast episode back. And I'm just going to be honest with you because January was a little bit tricky to do any kind of recording. Um, I really had big plans. I had my calendar like I was going to do at least three podcast episodes during the month of January and that just did not happen because I had children here. And I thought I could do it at night. And turns out, even when they're over the age of seven, they still wake up a bazillion times and need things. <laughs> so I decided to just push it and wait until February and really just get back into things. And so that's where we're at now. And um, But I, I have to say, we've got really big plans for filming live for the year. We have been working quite a lot behind the scenes on, on different things, which I'm going to tell you about. Um, and we've had, um, yeah, lots of just new stuff happening. And, um, I know on my end, I've been, um, working on a new course and Jill has been working on a new course and, um, we had a couple of new courses come out last year, several new courses come out last year. Kylie's course on portfolio building has done really well. We've gotten lots of incredible reviews on that. Allison is working on updating her course. And um, so yeah, lots of really good things content wise for our members, which is amazing. Um, In addition to that, we had, if you've listened to podcast episodes from us before, if this is not your first one, you would know that last year we were doing this thing called the Six Film Challenge. And the Six Film Challenge was a bi-monthly theme that we set up for members and we just sort of had a tutorial and um, some instructions on what to create and they were based around these themes and our members made six films over the course of the year every two months and we just took that idea that concept and we really have worked on that and um, expanded on it the three of us Allison Kylie and myself Um, and we have decided to just make that a little bit bigger and better and a bit more supportive as well. We have a lot of members who have been with us for quite some time. And so we want to make sure that we are challenging our members and, um, giving them lots of opportunities for strengthening their skills as filmmakers and also for showcasing their work and just getting that recognition that they really deserve for the hours and hours that they're putting in to becoming better filmmakers as well. So um, we're calling this the Filming Life 
art house. And if you're familiar with cinema terms, an art house is a um, it's a cinema where films that were you know a little bit more artistic, maybe more experimental, were um, showcased and. So we decided we would call ours the art house and we've also expanded the tutorials and the instructions. We've introduced levels so that it can be um, challenging for someone who's more experienced but also really manageable and not overwhelming for someone who's brand new. And um, it'll still run every eight weeks just like before but we've also introduced live Zoom calls which will happen on a monthly basis with whoever is the instructor for that film project. And so we're calling them basically guided film projects. And then at the end of the eight weeks, people submit their films and then that goes into the Art House Showcase, which will be on our website and social media. And then at the end of the year, we're going to put all of those together and pick the very best of those and have a, a much larger showcase. So it's pretty exciting and mm -hmm. it's been um, really great so far. So for the months of January and February, Kylie has been doing the first film project, which is uh, based around the theme of unexpected. Do you want to tell them a little bit about that? Yeah, it's been um, really kind of exciting to see everyone it has. embrace this new way of, of doing it. And I feel like, um, particularly with the introduction of the, the Zoom calls, it's really giving people a chance to um, immerse themselves in it, but also to feel like they're doing it as part of a community. Mm -hmm. um, so the unexpected theme is really has been really fun. It's all about um, you know doing something that is unexpected, whether that's a technique that's brand new to you, so it's kind of like an unexpected thing because you've never used it in your films before, or if it's um, you know if you've been making films for a while, we're encouraging um, members to kind of move beyond um say the normal way that they've made films before and to try playing around with the narrative of the film and you know introducing fun elements and humor and or building suspense in the narrative of their film and just mm. really have fun with it and mm. we've seen some really awesome um examples coming through and and, and film projects that the members have been making and I think one of the things I particularly love seeing is um, how my members have been collaborating with their own kids on the project. Yeah. So, you know, it's been a really fun way for our members to not just expand their skills and to try new things and, and have a little bit of fun with their filmmaking, but to also, you know, include their families and really get them on board with, you know, exploring and, and having fun with this unexpected theme. So it's it's been really great to see just how much everyone's embraced it and, yeah, I'm, I'm really loving this new structure that we've got going. Yeah, it's really cool. So the way that we have it set up at the moment is that the actual presentation of the materials and the instruction itself happens live during a Zoom call with all of, all of our members. Um, and then that is also given to them as a PDF that they can download and have access to for um, putting in and starting to brainstorm their film. And then our second Zoom call that happens in the second half of the eight weeks is really about just checking in and it's about accountability and it's about being a place to answer questions and, um, and talk to people about what they've already started working on and um, what they might need help with and all of that. And so it's been a really, really great way of becoming more involved as a community, building our 
community, working with each other, collaborations. Um, and it's, I think it's particularly in this space of time where we are all sort of stuck at home and um, it is hard to kind of get that social interaction. I think it really is great for that as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's the art house and we have lots of plans in store for that and um, super excited to see how that develops and grows as we go along. Um, so we obviously were here today to talk about um, being in a creative rut and what that is and so what exactly that feels like how to get out of it what to do if you notice how to notice that that's what you're feeling so what would you say um your definition of being in a creative rut would be Carly oh um I think it could sometimes be twofold like sometimes I feel I feel like I'm in a creative rut when Um, maybe I haven't had a lot of, um, client sessions. So, you know, obviously doing a client session gives you that because you're in different houses and different settings. So that can really help spark creativity. And if I've like right now coming off the back of, you know, a long school holidays, I try not to book any work during the school holidays. And so, Mm. you know, sometimes what you're shooting at home starts to feel a bit monotonous and you just kind of feel a bit uninspired and particularly like in the early school holidays because we were um we were much more restricted with a little outbreak here in Sydney it Mm. just kind of felt like everything I was doing was kind of the same and so I didn't feel inspired Mm. and then there are other times when I feel in a bit of a creative rut where it I guess kind of has more to do with um my mood and like how I'm feeling and what's going on Mm. um you know, in my life outside of filmmaking and photography and that kind of has an impact on, yeah. you know, the headspace that I'm in and I'm, and not being in, you know, a creative headspace or feeling like I can be in a creative headspace. I guess they're kind of the two ways that I think about a creative rut. Yeah, yeah. I feel the same. I mean, very similar. I think that for me it's um, – it is sort of that – lack of desire to really want to pick up my camera and and then also then when I do just sort of feeling like the things that I'm shooting I'm either just not that interested in or I I mean I generally walk away from things never feeling like I've done a very good job Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) that's normal (laughs) that struggle is real (laughs) (laughs) that's so normal for me I think um when I think back you know in all the years that I've been at, been a photographer um I've sort of seen it as like cycles where it comes and goes and the best thing that I ever did was start to kind of observe and notice mm. that it came in cycles and so that really helped me not panic when I was in a creative rut and I would just sort of see it as a wave that I had to just ride and not not feel like I needed to force myself to do anything. Um, and I know everybody works differently. Like some people, if they feel like they're in a creative rut, then forcing themselves to pick up the camera and go out and shoot will get them out of it. For me, it was kind of more just like recognizing that that's what I was feeling at that time, being okay with it and giving myself that grace understanding that it will come back 
and not getting really anxious about that because I find that when I get into that headspace and I feel really anxious about it, then that just compounds and it mm, and it, it gets it worse. worse and worse and worse until then I'm telling myself that I'm a horrible photographer <laughs> and nobody's ever going to book me and I'm you know That's what am I doing that little <laughs> voice of self doubt self doubt yeah. really yeah. starts to burrow into you you're like who, who even am I like why are people hiring me like, I this should is... just sell all my gear <laughs> be done with it <laughs> so um yeah I think that that's sort of when I can sort of recognize it. And I notice when, like you said, like life stuff, when life is, is busy and hectic and, and, or there's things going on, then I notice that I'll get into more of a creative rut. I think it's at the moment, I feel very much like I'm in a creative rut. I don't actually have, I used to feel like I'd have an idea and I have to go out and do it. Mm. And I don't, I'm not experiencing those feelings at the moment. And it's kind of like, where has that, I I ask myself, like, where has that gone? Is that gone for good? Or is that just because I've been doing it for so long that I feel like sometimes I've maxed out a little bit on the technical Mm. things where it's like, I already know how to do all these things. So you know, the, the practice itself is not as appealing to me because, you know, when you first are starting, like everything's new and you're like, Oh my God, I'm amazing. Look at how good this photo (laughs) is. And then you become so much more knowledgeable about. And when you can create that photo all the time without kind of thinking about it, it's not so exciting. Yeah. I think when I feel like that and I get to moments like that, that's, that's when, like, if I'm feeling like, oh, what is there to do? Like, what new technique or new thing can I try or whatever? That's when I kind of tend to take a little bit of a step back and mm-hmm. not do any forcing of it. Yeah. And I'll tend to kind of immerse myself in other people's art or in TV shows or in movies or, you know, um, yeah. looking outside of totally my normal things yes. to ju- and just appreciating other art and other... Yeah. stuff because then eventually I'll see something that will spark an idea and will get me excited again mm-hmm. but it is a, it's like a cycle you know you go up and you go down it's like with anything in life and so I think it's right that you know you do need to kind of look at it and try and identify like is this something that's like deeper than just not feeling inspired or feeling like there's nothing new to do or yeah you know is it something else yeah that is a really good point as well it's that concept or that that question to kind of ask yourself like how long has the creative rut been going on is it potentially is it a creative rut or is it something deeper is it something more I know for me over the last year I've experienced um, significant depression and was diagnosed with severe depression and starting on medication and starting to feel better made has made a big difference but I also have to recognize that sometimes that's just what it is and sometimes I just need to look after myself better and then the rest will kind of follow and so I think sometimes if I'm in that place and I'm feeling really low and I try to force it it'll only make me feel worse yeah and so um but then at the same time 
that idea of like trying something new, going somewhere new, always. Yeah, always. Going always. somewhere new is so... Yeah. going somewhere new. <laughs> it's like the best thing to do. Being out in nature. Mm-hmm. Um, things like that really, really help. I remember when I made the film of Cooper and Lydia and the muddy puddles and all mm-hmm. of that. I was in a really dark place then. And I remember just thinking, I'm just going to go out with the kids and shoot them and just anything that's around and just going out and being in nature was so inspiring to me at the time and I'm finding that as they get older that changes like yeah it's it's not it's it's a lot harder with a 10 year old than it was with a a seven and a 10 year old than it was when they were you know three and five three and six whatever so um they're so much more in tune with my moods as mm. well now. And they're, you know, they're kind of more like, um, I don't know. They're more like, are you okay? Like, what, you know, stuff like that. So they're just like, I feel like Cooper looks at me all the time and he's like, are you okay? And I have to like <laughs> fix my face because I just, not that I don't want him to know that I go through hard things, but um, you know, there's just a time and a place for sharing that with him. And, um, and I do share it with him and, and I, I think that helps him feel like he can talk to me when he's having those feelings too. But anyway, off the topic of there, but, um, being in a creative rut and having kids our age with a bit older, and it is different now going out and shooting with them. One of the things that I find, um, can help and usually this is like having a session planned, um, is going and just shooting a new family, being in a new place, yep. having challenges, um, like that. And just sort of also just like, I can, I'm very quick to like talk myself out of things and I'll be like, <laughs> this is going to be, this isn't going to work because, um, you know, it might be raining or it might be this, or the, the light might not be very good. And it's like, not letting yourself do that like yeah you kind of almost like undermining like you're writing yourself off before you even get there yeah yeah so Mm. just like pushing through and and not kind of succumbing to those feelings where uh that that self-talk and um Mm. and just sort of flipping it if you notice yourself talking to yourself talking yourself out of things try and flip it in your mind and say just give it a try what's the worst that could happen yeah um so if it fails it fails then Move and on. that's where doing, you know, the odd portfolio, even if you, you know, you're well established and you've got lots of bookings and you don't need to do portfolio building, but it's, it's where just doing a portfolio shoot like that, that's just for you. And, mm. you know, like where there's no kind of pressure and expectation from like totally. the family that you're, that you're working with can be really, um, valuable to help mm. kind mm. of, you know, spark that yeah. creativity and 100%. you know start pulling yourself out of that creative rut again and yeah. and that's only going to then help for when you know you are with a family that has paid you to yeah to film them so you know and that's you know it's why I love to always at least have a couple of people up my sleeve that I could kind of reach out to and go oh you know can we just hang out for the day and I'll bring my camera and <laughs> just yes. a no pressure kind of thing it really does Help and then it gives you a bit of confidence too, like going forward too. Yeah. It's not just about the creative rut, but it's that confidence thing as well. Absolutely. I 
feel like going and doing creative shoots, it, it's so important to helping pull yourself out of a rut. If you are a photographer or a filmmaker who is booked and you've got a lot of shoots happening, it can be very, very easy to get mm. into a creative rut because you sort of feel like you have this expectation to do as well or, you know, the same things that you've been doing. And it, it's very easy to kind of get stuck in the same workflow, routine, shooting the same things because you know it works and you've gotten so good at it. And um, that's what people are paying you for. And it's very, it can be harder to take risks when people are paying you. And so, you know, setting up a, a free creative shoot with, even if it's a client from the past or someone who's brand new that you haven't met before, um, we have an entire like course on this, by the way, portfolio building. Um, but, you know, and this is not necessarily portfolio building if you don't need to have this for your portfolio, but you'll be glad that you did it because it'll help pull you out of this rut that you're feeling um, because you can just have the opportunity to make mistakes, try some new things Mm. um, without the pressure that this is a paying client and you've got to produce something because, you know, as long as they're willing to give you their time, you're always going to feel like, Oh, I do. I still always feel like I need to give them something really good. Yeah. And I always put a lot of pressure on myself, but taking away that like payment part of it always mm-hmm. helps me. Yeah. It always helps me. And I make sure that I take advantage of the fact that they're not paying me. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think too, with that, you know, like a creative rut is often kind of the first sign that you do need to kind of maybe step back and slow down. It's, it's, it's often the first sign that you're approaching a burnout, burnout yeah stage like yeah and so it's important to kind of you know identify that and again you know think about like is it just that I'm feeling uninspired because I'm shooting in the same place all the time or is it more than that like is yeah. there you know is it more related to what's going on in my life and that I've got other things either in business or outside of business mm. and you know doing a stepping back and, and doing a creative shot it can help you kind of figure that out too and you can yeah. you can do that shoot and then you can assess it and go okay so was it just that I didn't feel inspired because I was you know kind of shooting the same thing all the time or is this maybe something more and I need to mm-hmm. take a deeper look and explore what's going on under the surface of it so yeah definitely yeah but I mean it can be a really good way to do that but I mean if it's if it is just something where you're not inspired because you're just shooting you know like you're just shooting kind of the same thing all the time or if you if you're um say uh more of a lifestyle photographer and you're using like the 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 same locations and time of day all the time it's really easy then to feel like you're in a creative rut Mm. and I think that's where forcing yourself to to go out and shoot yeah. can make a big difference and like yeah. so I know for me when I feel in in that kind of creative rut that's when you know my technique of going all right um you know setting an intention like I'm only going to freelance this entire time I've got a camera in my hand or I'm only going to use this one lens that like I never ever use yeah <laughs> and I'm just going to shoot with this for like even half an hour like sometimes I just go out in the backyard with the girls yeah and I'm like go and jump on the trampoline because it's something that I have shot like 
50 billion times i've got like so many trampoline photos and it's like how do you take something that's different like how do you get inspired by something that they do all the time yeah and that's when i'll go okay so this time i'm gonna just use my 70 to 200 Mm. and take a few photos of them jumping on the trampoline and see like Mm. how's it different and something as simple as that can be enough sometimes to like spark my creativity again and to get things flowing like Mm -hmm. I know for me like this week the last couple of weeks I've I've been the same like it's been a slow start to the year with you know with it being summer holidays here in Australia and Mm. the kids have like all of January off yeah as well as the last two and a half weeks of December it's a long time and so you never really feel like your year starts until the kids go back to school exactly and because of that like I have felt you know in a bit of a creative rut and just you know there's been a lot of other stuff going on and so the other day um you know I was trying to back up my computer and it was taking forever and I'm like right I'm gonna take some self-portraits because you know at the end of last year I set an intention I wanted to do self-portrait each month just Mm. so that you know I could have this collection and it's just my own little personal goal um and it was you know middle of February and I hadn't done one yet so I thought right I'm just gonna do it I'm just going to put the camera on a tripod, get started, and then just see what happens. And, like, the first 10 frames, I just was like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, come on. But then the more I did, the more kind of into it I got. And I and that's, you know, it's often true when you're doing self-portraits. Like, at the start, it's really kind of hard because you feel awkward. But then towards the end you kind of get into it and you feel it more and so by the end I'm like it must have looked ridiculous because I've got like this um it's kind of like a flowy see-through caftan thing that's pink and green and I'm like (laughs) sitting on a chair in front of my computer and throwing it in the air and (laughs) starting to crack myself up because I stopped you know when I first started I was being really serious about it because I've got to take these photos but then by the end I'd and it really helped to kind of lighten and lift my mood as well so it didn't just help in terms of I still feel in a bit of a creative rut in terms of like what I'm actually shooting yeah but in terms of like how I was feeling on that day I started the day feeling pretty low and flat yeah and then you know 20 minutes later after being an idiot (laughs) chucking things around and just having fun it really helped to lighten my mood and so you know while I feel like oh I don't know what I'm going to shoot I'm not worried about it like I was starting to feel worried before like like mm-hmm. you said that oh what am I gonna do like, yes <laughs> I'm terrible yeah yeah oh that's so good I think um there's a lot of takeaways there for people and um self-portraits man <laughs> <laughs> I've you know I've done I've done a few I've shared lots of them with you <laughs> they're quite amusing aren't they <laughs> I'm really hoping when we move into our new house that I'll um I'll do them more. But um I'm gonna come to your house and do self portrait. It's <laughs> a good house for self portrait. There's gonna be a lot of different windows in new places. <laughs> I know. It is gonna be I, I do think when I move into that house, I'll, that's probably going to inspire me more. I think it will mm. anyway. Oh, it definitely will because you'll be in it. Like it's that Being idea of place. going out to a new place. You know, you're going to be in a new house. You'll also you know right now you've got the stress of building the place and yeah. you know anyone that's built a house understands like yeah it's a lot it's not a straightforward process now 
And so, you know, once you're in there and you can kind of let go of some of that stress, I think you're going to feel like really excited to yes. explore the house and all the new light and you yeah. know, how it changes. And that first, and particularly, and it's not just like the first couple of weeks, it's the first year because mm-hmm. you're going to have the changing light from the seasons. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's really kind of exciting. Like I'm excited to explore the light in your new house and I'm not <laughs> even going to live there. I'm only going to be working there. <laughs> Uh, and you know what else I think um, is is sort of an interesting thing is I, I really want to um, I feel like over the last two years that we've lived here I've really dropped the ball on photographing the kids mm-hmm. definitely filming them I mean like when was the last time that I filmed yeah. she was five that was two years ago um, I really need to make a film of them I have an I have some ideas of things that I want to film of them specifically, but just, you know, them in like, pre- they're going to hate me for this, but as preteens and mm-hmm. teenagers and I just don't want to, I, I, I need to make a promise to, to myself that I'm not going to stop just because it's been so, I've been doing it for so long. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I think when they're little, they're so engrossed in what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to just observe and you feel like you're being a good parent because you're there. Mm. And they're but always doing something cute. They're usually doing something <laughs> cute, yes. Um, and, and you know, you're kind of like, I, I used to just be like, yes, get muddy, get wet, <laughs> get dirty. Um, and so, you know, it's just different when they get older. Yeah. Um, their interests are a bit different. I mean, Cooper's, he's just obsessed with basketball all mm. the time. And basketball is not interesting for me to shoot like mm. how my eldest make... only wants to play minecraft <laughs> yeah. minecraft like that's even <laughs> so i really have you know a challenge on my hands and I, but i i want to dedicate myself to doing it because i know that when they're in their 30s and 40s and i'm however old i'll be I'll wish that I had, right? You know, so yeah. I'm just, yeah, anyway. And I'll wish that you had. I'm putting it out here. I'm telling all of you, you can all hold me accountable. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me in, you know, 10 years time, Courtney, did you take photos? You'll, you'll know. Anyway. Mm. But I think what you've just said there is also mm. actually a really good thing to kind of, um, that can help with creative rights too, is finding an accountability partner yeah. or finding someone yeah. um, that you can have, like that you can go out and be creative with yeah totally like i mean you know people organize photo walks for a reason because it's fun to go out with other people who share your love of something you know what's interesting i also think that it has been a year now or almost Mm -hmm. a year since we were in atlanta yep and we haven't had any like i haven't spoken at any conferences I haven't been to any conferences and like in the year and two leading up to that I'd been to several I'd spoken at several there was that one like I feel like I'm really missing that oh (laughs) missing missing that that in person um, that community feel that community speaking with other people that share your passion and your yeah yeah which mean we have that and that's why I've been like so keen to do so many more zoom chats and stuff with our members because Mm -hmm. I really want to have that as a part of what we're doing and just kind of introduce that more I think the whole clubhouse thing if you haven't been on clubhouse 
Mm. then you should get an invite and, and try it. I still haven't worked out what exactly it is. It kind of is like what we're doing right now, except mm-hmm. live streaming and um, not really planned out. But And you can also invite other people on. Uh, and there's no editing involved. Really, it sounds kind of intriguing, doesn't it? Um, I, it's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, I, I hosted a clubhouse room a couple of weeks ago and it was it was such an informal thing and it was really yeah. fun to like there was you know six or seven of us photographers just chatting and we're just you know talking about mum life and yeah and you know photographing kids and you know things about our businesses and you know it was just like a really kind of it was like just sitting around like you've gone out to a bar um, or you've like in the downtime at a conference or whatever yeah. and just having a drink and chatting with people about life and yeah. this passion that we share. Yeah. Um, maybe we need it. Well, I think maybe we need to have like a filming life clubhouse room. Yeah, that definitely. Would be, that would be good. <laughs> but I think that's, you know, that for a lot of people, because I've heard a lot of people saying it, they're feeling, you know, if they're not quite feeling burnt out, they're definitely feeling in a creative rut and they're uninspired, particularly if you've been through long lockdowns or yeah. you're still in lockdowns yeah. because there, there's just no, in. yeah, like there's just no substitute for that, that personal connection. And yeah. even like Zoom and audio, like it, it's definitely, it definitely it helps. helps and gives you that. But, it's you know, just, you just can't beat getting a seat people in real life and we're really gonna have to get something going back up again as soon as we can and yeah and so I think that you know for a lot of people that has contributed to you know why so many I've heard so many people say to me I'm just not I'm just not feeling it like yeah yeah you know and it is hard and I felt the same way and Yeah. yeah so I think you know if you've got a buddy that lives close to you that you know you are able to go and see that can be in your bubble or you know mm-hmm. if you've got less restrictions where you are you know like make a point of meeting in person yes and and taking yeah. your cameras with you and even if it's just to spend half an hour just walking around observing light like yeah you know and just chatting that can make such a difference mm. to you know how you feel and 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 potentially moving you out of that creative rut yeah very good advice all right well I think we're gonna wrap this one up I hope that you know well we don't have the answers do we nobody does (laughs) I wish we did life (laughs) would be so much easier and we'd probably be billionaires (laughs) it's gonna be different for everyone if you're listening to this just know that you're not alone know that Mm -hmm. it'll pass there are things that you can do that you can try that will help things that we've talked about, but also give yourself grace and know that it will come back and it's okay to feel the way that you feel it's normal and lots of people are going through it. So Mm -hmm. you're not alone in that. Um, as for us, things that are coming up, um, over here in Australia, we've just had a bit of a bombshell with uh, Facebook and our government, <laughs> and they've had a little bit of a war, which has resulted in some people's Facebook pages who are photographers getting shut down. Mm-hmm. And I actually had this um, topic in mind of something that I wanted to talk about last year. What if social media got shut down? Because I can't hope that it does. But anyway... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, but not really, but not really. Um, 
But, you know, what would what happens if social media gets shut down? And so, you know, how does your business survive? And, you know, that's kind of like happened recently in mm. the last few days. And we still are figuring out what exactly is going to happen to the pages that have been shut down. Um, we're still f- figuring out what's happened, you know, in the first place. And so, um, but we have one of our members who it's happened to that we've invited on to talk to us about it. So we're going to get her experience and, um, and talk a little bit about that. And, um, it kind of coincides really well with our marketing course that's going to be coming out pretty Mm -hmm. soon that Jill's been writing. Can't wait. Our marketing manager for Filming Life has written a course on marketing for our members and, um, she's brilliant. I mean, I don't know where we'd be without Jill. She's amazing. Um, and as far as marketing goes, she knows her stuff. And um, so we have that course, which will be, she's putting the final touches on now and it should be coming out really soon. So um, I guess the, the, that's going to be an interesting conversation. That yeah. one, there are ne- her, that'll be our next podcast episode. So stay tuned for that. And um, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Um, if you are listening and you're intrigued by this conversation and you would like to learn more about becoming a member of Filming Life, we are doing running a special discount for people who would like to join in celebration of the launch for Art House. So if you use the code ARTHOUSE, all caps, 2021, you will get a $15 discount off your monthly membership fee, which equates to quite a bit of money if you stick around for a while. So, um, if you want to join us, we'd love to have you. Um, we love getting new people and we get, we love getting more experienced filmmakers as well. So whether you're new or more experienced, we're the place to be for family filmmakers. So thanks for listening. Hope that you have a wonderful week. Thanks for being on, Kylie. Thank you for having me. (laughs) It's always a pleasure. (laughs) We'll catch you guys next time.